to Brewers Weekly here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Have you for the next hour all the way till 9 o'clock as we talk all things Milwaukee Brewers baseball. And this is a good week to be talking all things Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Should we change the name of the show, Ashton, for, for at least one week to First Place Brewers Weekly? Does that Does that work? No? You don't like that? Okay. I'm just throwing things out there, thinking outside the box. You know, you know what you're supposed to do. Uh, the Brewers are 24 and 18. They defeat the Padres today. They take three out of four from San Diego. Could have easily, easily, easily swept that series. They had a lead in the uh, in the tenth inning of the first game. Uh, was that the first game or the second game? Whatever game they lost, uh, and they they could not. Uh, that was the first game. They they lost that game. But outside of that, they're just rolling right now. They are 24 and 18, six games above 500. They're winning in different ways. All of a sudden, you've got this guy by the name of Eric Sogard who is just killing it. When I was talking to to Greg earlier, I talked about how he's hitting 600. If we want to be totally correct about it, he's hitting 588. So I rounded up to 600. But he's still that's pretty darn good. And it's a great story. You know, one of my favorite things about this team has been the different stories throughout the year. Or if we're going to be you know, sports media guy, the new word we use instead of storylines, we don't say storylines anymore. We always say narratives. The narrative. The narrative. The narrative on this team right now is Eric Sogard. The narrative before was Eric Thames. There's been narratives all the place. Storylines, stories, whatever you want to call them. And it's just a, it's a fun team to watch right now. It is so much fun to watch. And look, I don't know if it's going to be sustainable. Nobody knows if it's going to be sustainable. This was a team that wasn't, uh, as far as Vegas was concerned, they thought this team was going to be, a, what, a 69 or, or 70 game winner this year. They actually were predicting less wins for the Brewers this year as compared to last year. And here they are. Yes, it's only May 18th, but... They're six games above 500 at 24 and 18, and they're showing a lot of signs that maybe this isn't just the baseball gods looking down upon them for a short amount of time, that maybe they could turn into a pretty good club as the season goes along. So here's the deal. If you want to get in touch with the program, we can take your phone calls and your text messages on the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. The phone number is 414-799-1620. Again, 414-799-1620 is the phone number to get in contact with us uh, coming up over the course of the next uh, now 50 minutes or so. If you want to tweet at me, always take text on the show, or tweets, I should say. You can tweet at me, at Matt Pauley Radio, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y Radio. You know, I think the big question, and I'll do my best to answer it, but if I'm being completely honest about it, I can't answer it. You can't answer it. Nobody can answer it. Craig Council can't answer it. The the best baseball analyst, no matter who they work for, can't answer it. It is an unanswerable question right now. But it also happens to be the single most important question about this team, and we're all just going to sit down and, and watch this thing play out. So to quote Terrell Owens, I guess we need to get our popcorn ready, because... Is it sustainable, is the question. Can they keep doing this? Look, there are certain individuals that can't keep up the, the individual things they're doing. I would, I, I'd put a fair amount of money on the line 
that Eric Sogard is not going to appear in 100 games this year and hit 588. He's just not. He's going to come back to earth. But we were saying the same thing about Eric Thames. When Thames was on pace for an estimated 2,562 home runs this year, we said he can't keep doing that. And you're right. He hasn't kept doing that. He has slowed down. But the team has still won. When Eric Sogard is no longer hitting darn near 600, is the team still going to win? When Matt Garza isn't, uh, is not going six, seven innings every single time out and giving up just two or one runs, can they keep winning those games? And, and that's the question. And that's what's, that's what's a little bit worrisome. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I think this team can be an above 500 team this year. And I've been saying that for a long time. I said it all winter. We can go back to the tapes. I'm the, uh, there, there are not a lot of people in media that were saying this team can be above 500. But I wasn't saying they were going to be a playoff team. I wasn't saying they were going to be way above 500. I thought they could finish with 83, 84 wins this year, take a, take a nice step forward. That, that's all I was saying. The, the thing you worry about is there are enough small red flags where they're winning games despite this, despite that, that maybe this thing is not going to uh, keep going. But maybe it will. I don't know. That's, that's the fun. It's so much fun just to sit back and watch this thing play out. Again, you can text us or call us on the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line, 414-799-1620. That is 414-799-1620. Let's get to uh, Jeff in Waukesha. Hey, Jeff, you're on WTMJ. Hey, it's great to talk to you. My comment is simply this, right? I'm not going to speculate. Longtime Brewer fan, this is about what's happening right now. And as traditional Brewer fans who've been in this the long run, this is great baseball. It's fun to watch. Good reason to go to the ballpark and watch them play because on any given night, you, you think they can win. This is about rebuilding. I don't care right now whether they win the World Series. What I care right now is you got a young team just going out and playing every night, and they got guys hitting the ball and stepping in, and it's fun baseball for a change. We're not banking on this year in the fall. This is just great baseball right now, and that's my comment. Just watch it, enjoy it, and stop speculating, because if they're going to rebuild, they'll rebuild the team. And hopefully they do it the right way. But right now, got enough young guys, and this is fun to watch every single night. It's a great time to be watching Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Jeff, appreciate the phone call, and that I I enjoy. I have a great job. I am as blessed as they come. I love my job. I get to watch baseball. I watch a lot of baseball. I've spent the better part of the last ten years watching all kinds of baseball. I've devoted my career to the sport of baseball, and. There's there's been times where I've watched baseball and it's been like, Ugh, this is not especially entertaining. That's not the way this team is. They are a fun, fun team to watch. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available, 414-799-1620, 414-799-1620. If you're on hold, we'll get to you next. It is Brewers Weekly. We're back with more in a moment on WTMJ. Cozart comes set of develop. And the first pitch to Sogard is a ground ball through the right side and into right field for a base hit. Arcio will score, and Sogard is 3-for-3 this afternoon. How about Eric Sogard? 
Yeah, how about our Eric Sogard? As I said earlier, and I got yelled at by producer Ashton, Sogard, so good. That's a good pun right now. Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line 414-799-1620. I'm not supposed to say that on the air, evidently, according to Ashton. But he is so good right now. So good. So good. We can... Uh, Never mind. All right, let's uh, let's get uh, let's keep with the phone calls. A lot of people wanting to talk Milwaukee Brewers baseball. Up next is Victor in Watertown. Victor, you're on WTMJ. Hello. I think that the Brewers are going to keep up this trend. I think they're doing a great job. They are young players, but like with Sogard or somebody else, if they're hitting, and then they come along today, they're not hitting. Somebody else seems to pick up the slack. So I think they're doing a great job. Uh, I've got season tickets, and I'm just shocked as heck, and I love it. So I even wish I could fly around and see him at the uh, away games, you know? Yeah, it's. It, I, I appreciate Like, How long have you been a season ticket holder? Uh, four years now. And so, so really, you you fir- you got your season tickets right as they were kind of ending that last run, and you've sat through some some pretty wretched baseball over the last few years. Yep, that's right. <laughs> and now, uh, but but Victor, I'd say this to you: I mean, they are a young team, and they're going to have down moments this year, and we still don't know what they're going to turn into. But I think we can sit here and say that this is a team that's going to go out and play hard every single night, and a community like Milwaukee, I think there's an appreciation for a team that has. That attitude. I think you're totally right. And I mean, for example, take a look at Matt Garza. Whoever thought that he would come back this good after all this this horribleness that he's done in the past? And uh, so he's been great. I mean, every one of them have been doing a great job. Yeah, I, I agree, and I appreciate the phone call. And I, I think one of the things is, and, and Ryan Braun said this. These are Ryan Braun's words, not mine. I wish I would have come up with this, but it was Ryan Braun who did it, and I, I don't steal other people's work. Ryan Braun said 26 through 40. So basically the 15 guys who are not on the Major League roster, it's the best group of 15 players he has ever seen in his time with the Brewers. And how does that play out? Braun goes on the disabled list. A guy like Eric Sogard, who, oh yeah, by the way, has a pretty good big league pedigree, he steps in. Now nobody expected him to play this well, but it's still pretty impressive what he's been able to do, and it's because of the added depth throughout the system. Up next on the phone, we've got George in Howard's Grove. George, you're on WTMJ. Yeah, good evening. Hi. And nice to talk to you and be on the uh, show. Thanks. I've been a longtime Brewers fan, and actually I'm old enough to go all the way back to uh, being able to watch the Milwaukee Braves as a kid. And from my observation, what has happened has been really outstanding to the uh, Brewers organization. They've gone through a transformation the last couple of years with the new GM, and the other people they've brought in, scouts, my assumption, to find the people, that the type of people he's looking for. And they are just stocking their minor league system. I'm watching uh, Brandon uh, Woodruff pitching right now for the Sky Sox, and he's just chewing up the uh, Texas team. And I think so far this season he's got uh, 36 strikeouts and only nine walks. Uh, you got Josh Hader. you got Lewis Brinson. I mean, and you go down to the uh, Shuckers or you go down to the Mudcats. And the young talent on those teams, uh, the Brewers, from my perspective, have now transformed themselves into a St. Louis team where when somebody goes down, they go down to their farm system and they will bring up a a talented, no-name player that nobody's heard of, and all of a sudden the guy will start producing. I mean, that's... I just think this team's going to get better and better. And, George, you bring up an interesting point because you talked about all those prospects, and there are some high-level prospects, 
But right now, they're filling the roles with the non-prospects. They're, they're letting those guys continue to mature at the minor league level. You know, Lewis Brinson hasn't been called up. Uh, Josh Hader hasn't been called up. Brandon Woodruff hasn't been called up. Instead, they go with Paolo Espino, and we'll talk more about him coming up later on in the program. But they, they haven't even got into that, that super high-level talent yet that's in the minor league system. I agree with you, but they found Solgard. Uh, he was a guy that whatever uh, level he was playing at, he had success. He was having success with the Sky Sox. And again, our GM, I think this guy has just got the magic of really finding the lightning in the bottle, so to speak. Yeah, absolutely, George. Thanks so much for the phone call. You know, this morning, David Stearns, the Brewers general manager, was on Wisconsin's Morning News uh, talking with uh, Gene Miller and Doug Russell. And uh, Greg played it back in his show a little while ago. If you missed it, you can check it out at the website, WTMJ.com. So Doug Russell asked David Stearns, he said, he basically said, where are you finding these guys? These guys are coming out of nowhere. And David Stearns said something that really piqued my interest. He said, we're finding guys who have had a high level of success at some point. They, they've, they've done something. They've been really good somewhere. Where that somewhere is, eh, but they've been really good somewhere. Maybe they've been really good in Korea. See Eric Thames. Maybe they've been really good in the International League. See Jesus Aguilar. But they're going and getting guys who have been really, really good somewhere. And they are giving them an opportunity to try to be good at the big league level. And when, you're, when, you, when you taste success, a lot of times that success follows you no matter where you go. And that's something that's happening right now uh, with this team. AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available, 414-799-1620. That's 414-799-1620. More of your calls in a moment here on WTMJ. Three and two, ready to go again. At the belt. And the pitch. Curveball got him looking. Knable breaks out the hammer. And the crew takes three of four in San Diego. Big win today. It's tough to win a four-game series, and the Brewers darn near sweep the four-game series. They take three out of four, and now they are headed to Chicago. Welcome back into Brewers Weekly, or like I, uh, I'm renaming it for at least the week to First Place Brewers Weekly. I'm going with it. My show, I can do it if I want to. Ashton can turn my mic off. He's got all the control in the world, but that's what it's going to take. Or he can hit the dump button like what we have to do if somebody says a bad word when they call. We don't want to be doing that. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available. 414-799-1620. That's 414-799-1620. The Brewers get the win today over the Padres. 4-2 the final score. Eric Sogard continues to be so good. So good. And uh, it's just it's fun to watch. It's 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 energizing to watch this team right now. And the the next thing to watch out for is how Paolo Espino pitches uh, when he makes his Brewers debut. We'll get to that coming up in just a few moments. But let's get back to the phone lines. Joe's and Raymond. Joe, you're on WTMJ. Hey, good evening. Thanks for taking my call. And you bet. the comment I have is I think the mindset of uh, the management of the Brewers is if you're not producing, you're on the bench or out the door, and and it shows with the the pitcher they just released, uh, Mourinho's. Yeah, he, he wasn't fine at home plate, and uh, we'd like to keep you around, but it's a it's a business decision, and 
and they're moving on. And even with uh, Sogard taking over for Jonathan VR, and I'm a VR fan. I liked him last year, and I thought he he did well. But you know, he's he's running into outs, and he's not playing. Uh, his head's not in the game sometimes. And years back with Carlos Gomez and Ron Renicky as the coach, you'd you'd hear the after game interviews when he ran into an out or something. Well. We hope he's going to do this, and we hope he's going to do that. And I think the management that we have now is we're not hoping for anything. If there's not results, we're moving on. And I think the players uh, like to hear that, and that just raises the level of their concentration, which is really what the game's all about. And I think as fans, we deserve that. And I've been a longtime fan. I'm, uh, like your previous caller, I, I'm old enough that I went to a lot of Braves games as a kid, and, and, I, and I've been a fan for a long time, and I – I'm excited about this team. And yesterday was my birthday, and they gave me a birthday present first place, so I couldn't argue with that. How about that? Hopefully they can do that many years to come, right? Yeah, thank you. Hey, you bet. Appreciate the phone call at 414-799-1620. Again, 414-799-1620. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. John, Eric Sogard shows up big. Jonathan VR's been struggling. He's really hitting 200. So you you put him on the bench, and Jonathan VR today he's at two thirteen right now. Look, that's that's not good enough, and that's the that's creating a culture of competition. And it started last year, and one of the toughest things in the world. And this is where you have to give Craig Council credit. There's there's times you can be critical of Craig Council's decisions, but one place I don't think there's any argument saying that he's really really good at is they foster. A culture of competition, yet it never becomes mean-spirited. It never becomes divisive inside of a clubhouse. That's tough. That's tough to do, to to have people, you know, kind of fighting for everybody else's jobs, but it not be a bad situation. And kudos to Craig Council for that. Let's catch one more phone call before we uh, take another break. Josh is in Illinois. Josh, you're on WTMJ. Um, hi there. Um, I just wanted to say I think that the team really reflects, uh, uh, reflects the way Craig Council played. Hard work every day. You never see a guy loaf the first on a ground ball. You've seen more plays at the wall from our outfielders. Just the hard work seems to be very reflective of the way Craig Council always played. And it's great to see. Yeah, appreciate the phone call. I think that's a good point. And it, absolutely. And it started last year. I think this team played hard last year. They didn't win as many games as you would have liked. They got better as the season went along. But they played They played hard last year. Uh, they're playing hard this year. And they have more talent. And they, they do outwork you. I mean, the only guy on the team that you ever feel like maybe loafs a bit is Jonathan VR. But he has a very different style of play. You know, he's a, he's a express, He goes under the category of special project for Craig Council. And we'll see how this special project ends up because they've got they have a project on their hands right now to try to get VR right. But for the most part, this is a hardworking team, and Milwaukee's a hardworking city. So if you want to have a team that represents you, and really the state of Wisconsin for that matter, and we just got a call from Illinois, so we'll we'll, we'll throw Illinois in there. We'll, we'll take you for a second. This team represents you, and and that's 
I, I, I always like it when teams kind of represent the cities, the states, the, the regions that they're in, and I think that's very true of the Brewers at the moment. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available. Man, we are talking a lot of Brewers baseball, just rolling through topics. 414-799-1620. 414-799-1620. It is First Place Brewers Weekly, back with more in a moment on WTMJ. Weekly continuing here on WTMJ. If you want to uh, get involved in the program, you can do so by giving us a call or texting us on the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line 414-799-1620. That is 414-799-1620. One of the biggest storylines right now with this team is we're going to see another new starting pitcher. And it's not going to be Josh Hader. It's not going to be Brandon Woodruff. Instead, it's going to be Paolo Espino who's pitched really well at AAA, and give credit to the organization for uh, giving guys opportunities who have not had opportunities before, a 10-year minor league veteran. He goes into the spot that Willie Peralta was in, and now Peralta heads to the bullpen. In fact, uh, Al's in Chicago. I think that's what he wants to talk about. Al, you're on WTMJ. Yeah, thanks, uh, uh, Matt. Um, Yeah, I was wondering wonder if he's going to, like, really toughen up down there or is he going to pout about this uh, so-called emotion um, and just come out blazing and try to prove himself again? You know what? I, that's an interesting question. And I, Look, I don't know the answer. I'm not going to try to lie to you and say I know the answer, but I'll, I'll tell you this. He had a recent outing where he stunk and the team won. And he was really, really frustrated in the clubhouse after the game with how his pitching went. But he was also really excited about the fact that the team won. So the with that, so I, I'm I'm pushing down a bunch of dominoes to get to the point I want to get to. I think this is a guy who cares about the team. He he cares about his performance, obviously, uh, but he he does care about the team. So Al, I if I had to bet, I think he's going to make the most out of this situation. Okay, that sounds great. Thanks, man. You bet. 414-799-1620, the Accident Mortgage Talk and Text Line. And if he doesn't, like, okay. As one of our callers mentioned earlier, this team is showing the tendency to guys who are not performing at the level that you want them to perform at, uh, they're they're finding different places for those those people to be. See Jan Mourinho's. You know, Willie Peralta has a 6.08 ERA. If he's not happy about being in the bullpen, you're and you you just have to sever the relationship. Well, you're severing a relationship with a guy who has a 6.08 ERA. There's a lot of guys with the Sky Sox right now who can pitch to a 6.08 ERA. Now, the 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 other side of that conversation is, um, he, his stuff. Can't, what's what's the potential? What's the roof? What's the ceiling? It's it's high. He's got great stuff. When his stuff is on, it's really really good. It's high level quality major league baseball stuff. So you don't want to walk away from that. But his results, you know, results versus stuff. The results are are are, are what matter the most. And his results right now is 6.08 ERA. I said this earlier. I'll say it again if you weren't listening uh, when I did crosstalk with Greg at the end of Sports Central. I don't see Willie Peralta. If you want to get the most out of Willie Peralta in the bullpen, and I think this might be a long project. This isn't an immediate thing. But if you want to get, if you want to get something out of Peralta as a bullpen guy, 
you you transition him into a back of the bullpen high leverage guy. He has two pitches that he throws consistently well. He doesn't have three four pitches. That's why he's having a hard time as a starter. And it, I would say the same thing about him being, you know, if you're asking him to throw two, three innings every time, he might get through a lineup for the second time. Just because he's a starter doesn't mean you relegate him to being a long relief guy. You know what? Wrong, long relief guys in the big leagues generally aren't very good. Show me a long relief guy who's just incredible. If you're an incredible long relief guy, either you go in one direction and you become a starter or you go in the other direction, and you become a one-inning, into-the-game kind of guy. So with Willie Peralta's stuff, I don't have any use for him as a long-relief guy. Those guys are a dime a dozen. But can he become a dominant one-inning kind of guy? That's what the Brewers have to be shooting for. And with what's going on with Neftali Feliz right now, they're, they're sort of missing a guy. You know, the last two days, they have had to run through the exact same 7th, 8th, ninth. Torres, Barnes, Knable. You, you want another guy or two that you feel really comfortable putting in that situation. And, you know, they've used Jared Hughes a bit there, but you like him in the situation where you need to get a, um, a, you know, a, a ground ball. You, you, they've used Oliver Drake, but he struggled the other day. That's, that's one of the, that's one of the, the, the tough. You, just, you want more guys that can be really good at the back end of the bullpen. Just lost a call. If you want to give a call back, we'll get to you here in just a moment. The Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available at 414-799-1620. You know, we got the uh, call back. So before we get to break, let's uh, catch up with uh, Joshua and Kenosha. Joshua, you're on WTMJ. Hey, evening. Um, really excited about how the Brewers are doing as a team right now. And uh, it is, uh, it's nice to see that it's not one or two guys that's carrying us. It's kind of spread out, it seems like. We can roll to whoever's hot uh, and uh, just kind of keep keep uh, momentum going or whatever. But uh, what I was kind of curious about was in the catching position. Um, I know they've pretty much been splitting it, and I didn't know at what point uh, they're both young and, and everything, but at what point if they were going to try and make a decision as who was their main catcher and, and kind of ride with him. Uh, one thing I've seen is, Pena, the team is plus six when he's behind the plate. They're at 500 when Bandy's catching. Uh, runs given up. They give up about a half run more when Bandy's catching. And uh, right now, Pena's batting better uh, as far as average. I know Bandy's had some uh, some more power, some power numbers. Yeah. Uh, but uh, there's been a couple of times where it seemed like uh, Pena had some really nice uh, situational hitting, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Josh, appreciate the phone call. Uh, I think they want to look this this off this this catching group, and they've both done a good job defensively. This catching group, really just alternating between the two guys. Both guys are staying fresh, and you're getting production. The catching tandem of Bandy and Pena are one of the top producing catching groups in all of baseball. And that includes teams that have one guy who plays most of the games. So there's, I don't, in a perfect world, I mean, we just came off Jonathan Lucroy being the everyday catcher for for the for the Brewers, and I think that's what you're used to. And I guess in a perfect world, you have an everyday catcher. I would say this, and it goes back to one of our phone calls earlier. Why go against something that's working? And right now, it's working. And oh yeah, by the way, don't forget Andrew Susak is at AAA. 
and we have no clue who the catchers would be for this team had Susak not gotten hurt during spring training. So, A, with these two guys, Bandy and Pena, I don't think it's ever going to look the way it looked with Jonathan Lucroy, uh, where you're, you've got a guy playing 8 out of 10, 7 out of 10 games. Could one of these guys emerge as the more common starter? Maybe, but I don't think there's any pressure to do that right now. It seems like to me, and maybe I'm reading too much into this, uh, and the numbers you gave kind of push towards Pena as being the guy, I kind of get the sense that they're more comfortable with Jet Bandy at times. And I, I don't know if they think he's a better pitch caller or what it might be. I mean, the numbers that you just gave are great numbers. Uh, the fact that the, e, the catching ERA is a little lower with Pena and the win-loss is a little bit better with Pena would say that Pena's doing a nice job. But also tiny sample size. And Bandy was playing a little bit more on that first homestand. And don't forget, they weren't especially good on that first homestand. They what, they lost three out of four to the Rockies, and uh, they were below 500 at home during that first homestand. And if I remember correctly, I'd have to go back and look at all the, the box scores. I feel like Jet Bandy was playing more than Manny Pena that started to even out after that first homestand. So that's part of the reason why the win-loss record uh, is a little bit better for Pena because he started playing more once they hit that first road trip and they've been on a roll since then. The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line available, 414-799-1620. That's 414-799-1620. Brewers Weekly, we got you for another uh, 15, 16 minutes here on WTMJ. Weekly continuing here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Thanks so much for being tuned in. Have you till 9 o'clock. Clark Howard and after that, we're continuing to talk all things Milwaukee Brewers baseball. So Paolo Espino is going to get the call up and join the team in Chicago. He starts tomorrow. Who is Paolo Espino, you ask? He is a guy who broke into professional baseball in 2007 with the Cleveland organization, was with Cleveland until 2013 when he was with the uh, Washington organization from 2014 on, and then he got signed as a minor league free agent this past year with the Brewers. At AAA Colorado Springs, he had pitched to a 4-0 record and a 2.54 ERA. Let's see, his home splits, so security service field, Colorado Springs, horrible place for pitchers to pitch. Oh, my gosh, you can't have success there. Nobody can. doesn't matter who you are. You just can't have success there. Oh, he goes 3-0 and with a 2.67 ERA in home games at Colorado Springs. You know, last year was Junior Guerra who got the unexpected call-up. And when Junior Guerra got the call-up, it was, well, this guy's just going to kind of fill a role. He's just going to get a few spot starts, and they'll get stuff figured out after that. Same thing with Paolo Espino. Okay, just bring this guy in, and he's there until Junior Guerra gets healthy. Well, let's see what this guy does. I'm not saying he's going to pull a Junior Guerra, but I am saying David Stearns has a pretty good track record on finding players who have success at the big league level. 414-799-1620, the Ankinet Mortgage, talk and text line. Let's get to Ray in West Dallas. Hey, Ray, you're on WTMJ. How are you doing tonight? Good, how are you? Uh we're winning right now. We're we're doing good and everything else. What happens when nobody is there to pick these guys on up? You know that we get having a different person pick everybody up. A different, you know, um, each game and that all of a sudden that adversity uh, starts setting in. 
that all of a sudden they start losing. I mean, that these guys are at different levels and everything else. They've been winners, or they've 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 shown that they can prove that they can play in that. But all of a sudden, that uh, losing starts affecting them. I mean, that all of a sudden you're not they're they're, they're playing, but their effort is not as much as it was when they're they're going right now with this free falling type of thing that they're. That they're winning, they're they're getting hits, they're getting. So Ray, so so what happens when a bunch of guys are slumping all at the same time, and it starts to cause well, them to what lose? Happen, what happens with the enthusiasm, and what happens to their uh, uh, ability? I mean, uh, they're happy right now. What ha- what happens when when things start changing? Adversity starts. Sure. Well, that's a that's a chance. That's where Craig Council has to do his job as the manager of the team and create a culture of belief. And right now, this team believes, but it's really easy to believe. When you're sitting six games above 500 at 24 and 18 in first place, and that's the point you're trying to make, it's it's easy to be enthusiastic and excited right now about the way things are going because you're playing well. What happens when they start losing? And they are going to start losing at some point in time. And I'm not saying that because I think they're going to lose a lot. I'm not saying that because I don't think they're a good team. I'm saying that because every team goes on a losing streak during the year. See, I think the Houston Astros have the best record in baseball right now. Yes, 29-12. and 12. The Houston Astros have the best record in baseball. They're going to go on a losing streak. The New York Yankees have a really good record. They're 24-13. and 13. They're going to go on a losing streak. The Washington Nationals are 25-15. and 15. They're going to go on a losing streak. I can, I can keep doing this. If you just want me to keep yelling, they're going to go on a losing streak for the next nine minutes. I can do that, but it's not especially good radio. It's the, they're going to go on a losing streak. Good teams stop the losing streaks earlier than bad teams. There's a newsflash for you. I really went far outside the box to tell you that. But it's, it's very basic, but it's very true. Good Baseball teams don't let the losing streaks go go for just an incredible, insane amount of time. That's why the Mets aren't a good team. The Mets stink. And they're on a long losing streak right now. The Mets have lost seven games in a row. And you know what? The Mets don't have a very good manager in Terry Collins. And the Mets don't have a good clubhouse. And like, I know they've been in the postseason recently and everything. I don't know how they got into the postseason. Yeah, I do. They, they've got a ton of talent in the starting rotation. But it's starting to come apart. Because there's not great guys in that clubhouse. Terry Gollins isn't an especially good manager. There's just a lot going on there. They're not handling adversity well. How do the Brewers handle it? We'll find out. You know, there's no track record. And I said this before, I'll say it again. Anybody who can try, you project things based off track records. You've done this before, you're in this position, you're probably going to do the same thing again. It's, it's the human condition. We, we repeat ourselves. And if we want to react to something differently than we normally react to it, that is really hard for us to do. Same thing in baseball. So Eric Thames doesn't have a track record. Travis Shaw doesn't have a track record. Manny Pena, Jet Bandy, no track records. Keon Broxton, no track record. Domingo Santana, no track record. I can keep going on this, too. So I don't know. I don't know how they're going to react. They're going to go on a losing streak. Stuff's going to get bad. I'll say this, and I mean this. I'm not just being a honk for this team. Really good guys. Really good guys. One of the best baseball clubhouses I have ever seen. And that's when you're on a losing streak and having issues, 
That's where that becomes vitally important. You end losing streaks quicker. You get back on the right track faster when you have a good clubhouse. And this is a pretty darn good clubhouse. And that, as David Stearns has put together this group and who he has gone out and signed, I think just as important as finding guys who can have success at the big league level, it's finding the personalities that are going to fit in that clubhouse. we got one more segment. You can catch a call or two more if you would like on the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line 414-799-1620. One more break, and we're back to wrap up this edition of Brewers Weekly next on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly continuing here on WTMJ. Just about a minute left in the program. Let's sneak in one more phone call before we call it a day. Dwayne's in Milwaukee. Dwayne, I don't have a ton of time for you, but you're on WTMJ. Okay, thank you. Just a couple quick comments. I appreciate your show. I just want to say when Stearns first uh, came in and took over, and I saw him you know, trading off our talent, uh, Gomez, Lucroy, uh, before them Prince and Jeffress and Smith, all these ball players that are proven you know, we're just putting them away and for what, some prospects and, you know, maybe could be hopefully. Um, but, you know, I see that they really are seeking talent. They want to be winners. And it just seems that council is pushing all the right buttons. And I'll just listen. I appreciate your your your, uh, your program and thank you. Yeah, you bet. That's a, that's a good phone call and I appreciate you calling us and a good way to finish this off. Right now it's all working. And look, it's it's sunshine and roses right now because the team is playing so well and they're in first place. Again, to go back to what I said in the last segment, what's this thing going to look like when they go on a losing streak at some point this year, which is going to happen. But right now, the talent is playing beyond expectations. The moves being made by the manager are working. The moves being made by the general manager, see Eric Sogard getting called back, are working. Everything's working. It's just it's a well-oiled machine right now. And... That happens a time or two during the course of a baseball season, and it makes it fun. This is one of the most fun Brewers Weeklies I have had since I've been doing this for the last year or so. So, all right, they're open up a series in Chicago tomorrow. They'll take on the Cubs. Paolo Espino will be making his debut. 1-20 first pitch tomorrow is the scheduled pitch, first pitch time. There's some rain in the forecast. Keep it locked here. We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. Clark Howard's next on WTMJ.